When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your favorite, favorite aunts. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite aunts, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Aunts. Hello. Happy Friday, Sarah Louisa Jane Heath, if that is your real name. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny if that is my real name. It's also not. Is your is your video frozen on your side? Mm-mm. You look great. I mean, let me just turn you on and turn you back off real quick, just to like see. fix it, God. There you do. Praise God. Oh, Praise look God. what the Lord has done. Welcome to your favorite aunts. Yeah, uh, a podcast where. Uh, you just get to hang out with your favorite aunts who have some thoughts. They have opinions. Uh, you want to introduce yourself because it's my favorite part. Because then I have to like figure mm. out who I am. Two well, later. I would say that today I am songwriting sensation and Kennedy <laughs> Award winner, Kennedy Center Award winning songwriter, uh, Carol King. Ooh, wonderful. Um, and I'm Reba McIntyre. And this is your favorite aunt, except for you've got more lips than Reba. Let's be honest. Reba does not have a top lip. I did not think, now that you say that. Go look at it. Go Google it. She don't got no top lip. Like, granted, she is the Celine Dion of country music. And I will stake my claim on that. She She is. People don't. But also, isn't Celine, well, yeah, never mind. I was thinking of Shania Twain. They're both Canadian, so I get confused. Yeah, Shania Twain is the Shania Twain of country. You know, Shania Twain is the Shania Twain of country. <laughs> yeah, like she's a uh, she's just everything to me. I'm really proud of you. So, welcome to the pod, everyone. We hope you're having a fabulous week. And if you're not, yes. that's okay because a lot of us aren't. You're in good company. So, um, it's been a rough one. Yeah, it has. But you know what? I've done slept a lot. Yeah, sometimes um, you need to. Currently obsessed with this new video game. It is like The Sims. And um, Roller Coaster Tycoon had a dinosaur baby, and it's Jurassic Park. And so it's literally like you're trying to rebuild the islands after they've blown up and trying to fix it. And, like, it's it's so fun. I wasted an entire day today. If my friend Tuhina didn't come over, I don't know if I would have left the couch. I mean, sometimes (laughs) you need that. I mean, I think I do. I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. I do. So let's start with you then. How the hell are you other than not leaving a couch? Mostly good. Um, 
I am I, I'm thinking about what I want to cook for dinner because the the man is coming over. Um, and I'm thinking that I'm going to do like, he's like, he said, I want something with like black eyed peas and, and collard greens. And I'm just like, here's the deal. I'm a bad Southerner. I hate black eyed peas and I do not like collards. Wait, is he a Southerner? I don't oh, think yeah. I know this. Yeah. He, he grew up just South of, uh, or North of Atlanta, South of Atlanta in flowery branch, wherever that is. That's where his parents oh, are. Okay. Um, but yeah, he is quintessential Southern. It's very wonderful. So if you're not going to do black-eyed peas, I don't actually like black-eyed peas either. Yeah, well, I would rather have regular peas. You know, the mm-hmm. sewer peas, mix them with some Non-beat potatoes. Non-beat-up peas, you know? Ooh, you know what I want? I want mashed potatoes. So I was thinking, I'm like, if we're going to go Southern, I'm thinking I'm going to do, like, country fried steaks, except for with pork chops. Ooh. So, like, real... Mix it up a little bit. We are dreaming and scheming. So after this call, I have to go to the grocery I don't want to do, but it's like, oh, you could have gone grocery shopping earlier, but thing. you fucking played a goddamn Jurassic Park video game all day. And that's on you. And so I accept that. I accept that. I am accepting that. I am moving beyond. I am overcoming Again. by the testimony and et cetera. Um, <laughs> and uh, how the hell are you, Sarah Heath? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I am actually in Portland, Oregon with one of my best friends in the entire world. Um, I was in Bend for the week, did some work on my um, Airstream, did a lot of remote working, hung out with my friends and her adorable little kiddos, and then got to hang out. I'm here with my uh, best friend. We're in this like little, we're we're in a tiny home that we've rented. We're like this, they don't even know that they're on the internet, but we are like, I think it used to be the garage and now this is our place for us to dwell for the next two days and just hang out and um yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that it's been you know it's been a rough week internationally and uh it's the Mm. two year anniversary it was today two years ago where (laughs) i had to decide what our community was going to do about coronavirus and my favorite thing is i was like i guess we just go week to week yeah and then we did we really did oh, go yeah. week to week and we didn't move for two months or for two years, for two whole years. And so here we are. Um, yeah. My church is yeah, starting been... to get back in person. It's like, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I met with uh, a couple pastors this week um, who are just now getting back to going and just is not a, mm-hmm. a statement of uh, any sort of anything. Yeah. But. We, we started, uh, we started back in the beginning of the year, but then when Omicron came through, we were like, Nope. And then um, we took three more months off. That's the same, yeah. So yeah. now we're back, and it feels good. And I'm curious for you because, um, I mean, Atlanta, like most of the time, all the places I frequented were like mask. Everyone was masking up, no matter what. And there was no indoor right. seating for a long time. Right now, um, all the cafes that I typically go to, where the ma- the baristas are typically masked, uh, it's a mixed bag. It is, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm not like you know browbeaten anyone in any direction um it's just very interesting i i don't have as much i don't have any it's not that i don't have anxiety about it but i guess it is mm-hmm. that i don't have anxiety about it otherwise i would do something different wouldn't i i think uh i noticed with with you uh after getting your booster you were just you're much like okay here we are you know yeah 
Um, and also, it's like if the CDC like tells me to change what I'm supposed to be doing, like I'll change it. And this is also something I'm trying to figure out too with like the event for April second is like, a I want to I'm going to be requiring people to show their vaccination cards, which like I think it's kind of a no brainer. And then it's like, well, are we going to mask inside? Question mark. I'm going to see what the CDC say, has to say, and if has to say. Say what the CDC has to say. Anyways, um, I also want to open up to everyone how, else. How the hell is everyone else who's yeah. here? How are you how doing? The hell? How the hell is everyone doing? I love that somebody just wrote, let's let's go, girls. After Shania I'm Twain. showing up tonight. I'm feeling all right. You know who I... My favorite... Shania, Shania did a duet with Orville Peck called Legends Never Die. Oh, yeah, Orville Peck has just continued to grow on me because he is, mm -hmm. if um, Johnny Cash and Elvis had a baby, I think it would be Orville Peck. Or Colton Wall. Ooh, that man has a yeah. voice. Yeah, for sure. Also, my fucking washer is going crazy in the background. So um, anyways, uh, so yeah, should we get into the- We've got some things. Let's get into I the mess. I did write them in. Let's get into the mess. Uh, so I uh, want to start with something that just, um, I don't know if it would just, but Breaking I just news. read about it uh, yesterday, mm -hmm. which is that um, Jesse Smollett, Smollett, is, that's how we say his last name, mm -hmm. has been sentenced to five months in jail for staging that fake hate crime <gasps> in downtown Chicago. Mm, buddy. Well, glad it was just that much because they could have done much worse, I suppose. I don't know. Yes. I'm trying to remember. I feel like we talked about it as like a hate crime and we were concerned oh, and we, we were, were all for Jesse. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like, I mean, because just like it just gay black man gets hate crime. And I'm like, wow, yeah, it kind of makes sense. And then everybody as, jumps to you. I mean, and, and of course, like that's what you would want to do. Um, but as soon as like all the other stuff came out, I was like, oh, no. Uh, it, it's one of those oh. things where like. I think a lot of people like were tempted to feel foolish, like we're dumb or wrong for throwing mm -hmm. our support behind somebody when they said, Hey, I got attacked. Um, right. But really like the reality is like, we don't need to worry about that. We don't need to be worrying about a. It kind of falls mm -hmm. on like this side of like, I remember. Um, oh gosh. I'm going to forget his name. The actor from community that got blamed for sexual assault and wrote the, a lovely response, which sounds weird to say, basically mm -hmm. saying, look, please investigate this. Uh, this was a consensual situation. But if I have to go through a little bit of shame and a little bit of problem for people to start believing victims, then I am fine with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, come for me, because we have let far too many men get away with this kind of behavior, mm -hmm. because we always don't trust the victim. So if you need to trust her, even though this is not the situation, mm -hmm. or I didn't experience the situation in this way, but I would mm -hmm. rather have, I, I will, like, it was just sort of a lovely response. Like, mm -hmm. hey, let's always believe the person, even if it involves me. And I thought, yeah. Ooh. You know, moment of vulnerability here. I had um, one of my friends who I hooked up with one time, like, reach out to me what, back, like, it was probably over a year and a half later, and uh. said, um, hey, so that one time we hooked up, like, I know that I said yes, and I affirmed it out loud. But I wanted to say no, and I didn't feel like I could. Oh, it was Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, Never. Thank you. I'm terrible with remembering actors' names. Um, 
especially what was so interesting about the Aziz Ansari thing is like he just came out with an episode on uh, Master of None where the person he's working with is accused of sexual assault. Uh, so it was like when all that came out, I was just like, this is very interesting because he literally just made an episode addressing this sort of thing. So like it's it was very surprising, blah, blah, blah. And also, I think, you know, the way he... So how did it feel to have someone say that to you? I didn't feel like I could... Oh. Say, I would just... Uh, I mean, at first, like, he texted me and said that he wanted to talk about it. And I immediately went into, like, defensive mode because I'm just like, what's he going to tell me? He's going to tell me mm. I'm a bad person. He's going to... like. And the thing was, like, that was not the case. He was just like, yeah, I'm not saying you did nothing wrong. You know, you were forward. I said... And all he basically asked me was just tr it, as you were able, be more aware of the power that you have <clears throat> and be aware of like, you know, kind of. And so now I'm one of these people who like ever since then, like it was a very beautiful conversation. He was like, yeah, like it wasn't bad. You didn't do anything wrong. I just know that I would have rather done something different than I did. Mm -hmm. And, and I wanted to tell you so I could have some peace. And I was like, and, and to this day, we're still very good friends. Um, what a like, what a beautiful thing! Um, and I was, I was so scared yeah. to hear the truth. But, yeah. And and the thing is, the truth was not what I expected it to be. The truth was just like, you just take responsibility for your power. You know, make sure that the person knows beyond any shadow of a doubt that they can say no after they've said yes. And so, which even, is something you say. So I kind of love that, like, hey, this is your messaging and this is how you are either living into that or not living into that. Yeah. So I love that. Um, yeah. So it was one of those my things whole point of that was we, yeah. we have to trust <clears throat> just because Jesse did lie to us mm -hmm. is what evidence has shown us. It doesn't mean that we assume again and again that the person, people claiming this are lying. Yeah. Yes. Is my point. Yeah. So, sorry, Jesse. I hope that get well soon, buddy. I know 150 days in jail. Yep. Okay. And also, you're pretty. So, like, oof. yeah. I'm sure it will not be so bad. It's just you know. I wonder if they'll put him because of his uh, well-known nature of Helby, and he'll have his own space. I wonder if he'll stay in all five months. Yeah, that's true. And then, what is your acting career after that? Not much. You know, or maybe it, what happened? I mean, what, I, mean I mean, he might one, be he's a better actor because we all believed him. So maybe that's I mean, and that's the thing. It's just like it's like you're not out here being accused of assault. So it's not like, you know, like you're you just kind of staged a thing, which well, is kind of weird in your field. Like he acted. It went well. I <laughs> maybe mean, it was like a grand audition. You know, maybe, maybe. So maybe it's performance art. Could be. <laughs> all of us have missed we're all, it. We're all, if, I mean, if it's performance art, he hasn't said anything about it, so. There. <clears throat> uh, if, if, if that's a performance art, then the, that parking job I had earlier today was a performance job. A okay, performance. So since we are in a moment of honesty, I just told Crystal, my friend here, that uh, I rented a car two weeks ago in North Carolina and because I was speaking at an event and I had this like Lincoln SUV that had terrible, it was so hard to see the backup. This is my excuse. I'm giving you a, 
uh, build up to it. I was so hard to see as you were parallel parking it. And I was parallel parking in front of a brunch spot I was going to go go to. Mm -hmm. But I ended up like messing. Don't laugh at me. I'm not laughing. I'm preparing the, uh, myself to not laugh. <laughs> by holding my I face up, straight. I ended up like right along the um, hubcaps. You know what I'm talking about where you just like shred the hubcaps to hell. Mm -hmm. And I was so embarrassed that as I went to straighten up the car, I just drove away. And I never went back. <laughs> Listen, when I tell you that is a common occurrence that has happened to me, I'm just like, this is embarrassing for everyone. It's yeah, embarrassing for me. I it's embarrassing in, for the person I'm watching the it. Topic, yeah, I'm going to be the topic of your brunch. Uh, I, I I have let women down, men who say women can't parallel park. I can parallel park. I, I am actually a pretty good parallel parker. This is not some, my moment. Sometimes it's hard. Like, I can, if it's parallel parking on the, on, I don't know. I, I, just, I drove away and went to cookout. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I can't mess let, up a drive Let me tell you what looks, sounds like you let fear get the best of you. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Mother Goose. Um, yeah, it, was, it was very anxiety producing. Thank you, Megan, for recognizing my trauma. Mm. It was very, it was very anxiety. And everyone was out on the, like everyone was out like on the little tables and it was a nice day. And so I was like, I'm going to go take myself to brunch. And I was like, no, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm not. It's okay. It's all right. We're going to make it through. We don't, it's we don't fine. have to parallel park. And eventually like they were all going to have uh, a super sick backup camera. That's going to like show it us. It had a backup camera. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you though for trying to defend me. You know, I really just want the best for you. Um, what is uh, what's next on our agenda? What's the well? The next thing is that this is a huge news item that came out. Uh, reports reports are saying uh, Americans are experiencing unprecedented stress levels. <laughs> it is now official. Who said that? USA Today. This came out from. Uh, I can tell you who the original poll. Uh -huh. I mean, you don't. American gotta... Psychological Association. So it is a APA. You literally, here's the deal. You don't need to be the APA to know that. <laughs> uh, so already weary from, they said, so, so Thursday is when the U.S. adult, uh, they came out with the, with the study. What does the study say? Uh, basically, it says a poll surveyed a nas uh, national representation group of about 3,112 people. Um, it was mid-February till now, and people were, Overwhelmingly concerned about finances and particularly stressed about inflation, but it did not yet get to what is happening in the Ukraine. So they went back and had some conversations with that. Um, so uh, the professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Vanderbilt University, uh, Dr. Lindsay McKernan, um, said that we are already in an overwhelmed and depleted place. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. There it is. Yep. So uh, the I second mean, like, round of polling <clears throat> happened the first through the third of March and found that 69% said they feared they were witnessing the beginning stages of what they believe will be World War III. I mean, maybe. And the highest stressed community were those who identify as parents. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Late stage capitalism is stressful. What? <laughs> that's what Shocked. That, I mean, and like that's 
That I mean, just for just for the record, I'd like to say that it is not a sign of the end times. Jesus is not coming back for us. We're stuck here. Okay. <coughs> Whoops. Sorry to bust anyone's bubble on that one. Um. Yeah. I thought about that for like half a second the other day about, well, what if, what if, and when I thought about it, I said, well, it would, unfortunately, I hate saying it's a, it's our country's karma, but like we have destabilized the world for the better part of a hundred years now. And so, uh-huh. listen, when the chickens come home to roost, baby, you can't be mad about the noise. <gasps> Ooh, that's a really, that's a great Southern idea. Proverbs, baby. Southern Proverbs. Um, also, I think it's hard to, and I think this is something that um, I shared with a friend, because my friend was saying, I am so stressed out right now. And he has a lot of reasons to be stressed out, starting a new business, starting a new medication, starting a lot of new things. And he says, but I keep thinking that I am not in the Ukraine or not in Ukraine, not the Ukraine. Excuse me for putting the V in there, guys. Third week in Um, a row. Get out of there, Sarah. I know. Get out of you, racist demon. I'm just kidding. It's not that. Honestly, it is living where I live, where we put a dot in front of everything. Um, I mean, also, and also just for the record, like that's what it was referred to in in most of- the Russian, yeah, for a long no, time. No, yeah, but it's just in like our cultural consciousness. So just like right, I but it, it is Ukraine. It is not. Um, what was <laughs> what not did the Biden Ukraine. call it? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Oh, Nothing poor good. Guy. No, he's not doing well. Uh, but I thought we should talk a little bit about. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it is really good to try to exist in a in a moment of empathy and go. Yeah, I am not experiencing that, but I I want folks to be careful um, about sort of I, I call it like doomsday scrolling. Uh, doom scrolling. Make, yeah, doom scrolling to to try to make yourself feel bad for feeling bad. Like other people are going through worse. Like I heard this report that honestly was one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever read um, about all of these people who had come from Yemen moved to Ukraine. And so from a war-torn country as, uh, and then move. So the kids are double traumatized because they have been refugees to Ukraine mm-hmm. and now are having to leave the place that once felt safe. So mm-hmm. these kids have known nothing other than war. And so oh, I right. had that moment where I'm like, and here I am complaining because I have to do my taxes, right? And I think, yeah, there is that. Um, obviously it is good to have perspective and I think it's important to be aware. I think it's important to say, what can I do? What is my piece to do? How can I be empathetic? But I also want to say, if you're going through a hard time, like these Mm. studies are showing us a lot of America is 65% of Americans are, uh, then I mean, it's like the, the the trick is to not like, like, uh, like, yeah, M said in the comments, trauma comparison or, or oppression Olympics. It's like when you uh-huh. start doing, when you play oppression Olympics, everybody loses. Everybody and, but, and it's like, yeah, like if you need to check somebody and say, hey, I, you, like if they're complaining about something that's quite privileged, you can have that conversation if you want to, or you could let them just complain and worry about yourself. Because really, yeah. you're uncomfortable with the fact that they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's the thing. So many, like, I'm genuinely someone who is very comfortable. Even now, I will say that my stress level is low. But again, I meditate a shit ton. Um, and yes. 
also like I'm not in Ukraine and I also have been working really hard on my mental health in general. So it makes sense to me that I'm here. It also makes sense to me why people would stress out because it's a stressful thing. And so it's like, I'm not going to beat myself up for having a feeling. I'm going to take care of myself. And so when it comes up, when your stress level goes up, no matter what reason, it can be the stupidest reason in the world. It can be your trigger, trauma, pet peeve. It can be because the person in front of you made you miss your green arrow because they were you know, on their phone. Whatever it is, your question should always be, what am I going to do to take care of myself? What am I going to do to return to peace? Because if you have that, you can navigate anything else. Well, and the truth <clears throat> is you're, you're also helping other people by doing that. Yeah. Like you're you're learning how to regulate your own responses and your own, I would say, even like physicality around that stuff is going to open you one up. One in the to same. One in the yeah. same. Yeah, exactly. So all that to say, it's okay if you're not okay. And it's also okay if you are okay, because feeling bad about feeling good right now. Yeah, if you are, either. no, that's the thing. Whatever you're feeling ever, forever is okay. Your feelings are neutral. They're just feelings. And like, uh, is there, go ahead. I was just going to say like, it's, um, especially now, at least just like, if you don't, if you're not taking care of yourself and you can tell that you're stressed out, if you're stressed out, that's data. So, yeah. and what I mean by that is you've got to, you are responsible for that, whether you like it or not. Right. And by that, I mean, you're responsible to take care of yourself. So get off your phone. Go take a bath, mm -hmm. go rub one out, go smoke a J, go eat some food, go drink some water. <laughs> rub one yes. out. Yes. Go rub. I mean. 100% masturbation helps with stress. <laughs> it, it like produces it. all the good feeling. It gives you like, it gives you a nice little release. And it's just like, oh. And even if you're just a modicum better, like I know for me. You are the gay that we've been warned about. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I'm here to tell you that it's okay to feel the, good. Oh, we're not allowed to say gay. Sorry. The Oh yeah. You are the happy person. We're not Yeah, I don't say gay anymore. <laughs> Florida told me I can't. Oh, it's so terrible. Um the other thing that has to do with Ukraine that we had in our notes before we tip in maybe over to other stuff is that uh the cost of gas Bitch <laughs> is super high. Wow, it's just like um, how much did you pay and for your last that? fill up? Oh, me? In California. Four, oh, in California, like four eighty. It was four eighty a but gallon. But I left California a week ago. It was four eighty a gallon. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's it's four dollars in Atlanta now. Yeah. In the south. I paid I usually pay like thirty-ish dollars to fill up my tank. Fifty-nine dollars. I was like, this is gag. This is this is this is the kind of sh like I was like I remember when I was a kid we were paying ninety nine cents a gallon. Do you remember those days? Ninety seven cents. Oh, I do. I remember filling my car up for twenty dollars and being like, "What is this like?" I worked so hard for this twenty dollars, <laughs> and now <gasps> now we're out here just like listen, just like it's like oh you want to go out to dinner? No, I do not. You want to come over here? I would love to meet you for dinner. I literally yesterday said to a friend, I was like, hey, why don't I stop by your house? Because you've been driving a lot in town. You've been driving a lot. And we, we shouldn't double up our trip. I mean, this is exactly why, dead ass, my next car is going to be electric. Because I'm done with this. I am done well, with then, this. So the funny conspiracy theory I heard was, well, you know we don't get that much oil from Russia. Which is true, we don't. 
Uh, so that's fascinating. So uh, gas companies are making record profits. Of guys. course they are so, because war makes but you heard, I heard this uh, couple uh, at a restaurant say, I bet this is the electric company, uh, electric car companies trying to push us towards getting electric cars. God, I somehow, hope Somehow they're in bed with Biden raising the prices of gas so that you're forced to buy an electric car. By the way, this is in Eastern Oregon. So. I mean, you know what? <laughs> if, that is the, if that is the whole <laughs> scam, I'm, I'm not totally mad about it like i mean seriously (laughs) that's the one way that we can actually price people out like encourage people to stop buying gasoline powered cars it's like hey the price of gas is going to go continuously up over the next 10 years you need to get an electric car if you get it now it's going to be better well and i think people just like were so i went uh back to my friend's home though and we were just talking about ukraine and everything that was happening i told her what i overheard and uh she was like you want to know because we were talking about how a maternity um, maternity hospital mm-hmm. got bombed, guys. This is like literally the definition of a war crime uh, because there's no way to say we didn't know what we were mm-hmm. like going for because the uh, weapons they're using are incredibly accurate. They know what they're striking. Oh yeah. Uh, so they, they everything's they, on purpose. And, it's meant to demoralize. And my friend just goes, "Where are all the pro-life people? I mean, this is literally the baby hasn't even come out yet." She's like, "This is like." Where are they? Where are they? And I was like, that's a great point. Oh, that is because they only care about one thing and it is not actually people. Yeah. Um, it's so. A, so, yeah, <laughs> prayers and... Thoughts, feelings. Lighting a candle, sending my energies, donating when I can, where I can to organizations that yes. help. And um, also... Do not be mean to Russian people. That, that yeah, little Russian, yeah, that little Russian grandma it. at the up the street who's been making pierogies for you for twenty years, she is not the enemy. No, she is not. Yeah, no. I could go on a whole tangent about being able to recognize who's your enemy and not. <sighs> Trick Ooh, question. That could be a whole episode. It's no one. It's you. You're your own enemy. Tune in and find out. <laughs> and anyone who doesn't let you say the word gay. Exactly. Speaking of, um, Ron DeSantis, you are an asshole and fuck you. It's the strangest thing because it's... the number of people who are like, we want small government. We want small government. Also. <laughs> this is the thing too. It's like you have now literally created state sanctioned mm-hmm. and non-state sanctioned right. topics of conversation. Yeah, which sounds a lot like fascism. Correct. Yeah. And there's like, like parents should be in charge of it. I'm just like, let me tell you what happens when here's the thing. Half of the people who are parents out here have no business being parents. I'm just gonna put that out there. Fair. They're they're products of capitalism and all they've been doing is continuously just churning out more babies to become a part of a capitalist machine. And so Oof. and it's I mean, dead ass, because that's what it does. It's just like it, we went from an agrarian system. Do you want to do a little history lesson? I do. You we know, went I do. from an ag- I love when you get excited about history. We went from an agrarian society to industrial society, and within capitalism, they right. said what they do. We, okay, we're going to create these uh, housings that you have to live in, which is close to your work environment, and you have to work for so long so that you can possibly mm-hmm. get the raise, so you can have the baby, and then you know we're going to. But did you know why public education became a thing? Because it was supposed to 
shape people into good little capitalists, good little hard workers who are going to go out and have general knowledge about the world and how things work and train them for 12 years during the most formative years of their life to make sure they listen and behave and be, and go get the job and go work in the factories and then meet somebody, fall in love, continue to work in the factory for the rest of their life, have babies until their babies are old enough to go to school. And after they go to school, they go work in the factory, et cetera. Yep. It's a, it's a system and we're in it. It's really hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. When you recognize it. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. And the other part that's really hard is you can't live outside of it. Ding dong. In so many ways. And um, we <laughs> we had a meeting the other day, like a couple weeks ago, actually. And I, I'll never forget you being like, but it's capitalism. Like, we all know we have to. We got to pay our bills. Yeah, we are, pay- we are playing capitalism. within the game of capitalism. And there's also ways within capitalism to still be more ethical. Like, yes. every single person who's going to be speaking at my event is getting paid. Because you know why? I'm getting paid. Yes. <laughs> so... And they're making this work. So it's like, and if I can pay more, I will. I always, the way I usually do it is like, I was like, here's your base amount or X percent of the ticket sales, um, whatever's more. Because that doesn't make sense to me. Um, I would love for us to transition. A transition. Transition. Uh, trans, can we say transition? Transition, <laughs> yeah. As a trans myself, I get to say whatever I want. Just kidding, that's not true. Um, to the to the drop spiders. Excuse me. Uh, oh yeah, the little tiny baby spiders who are going to invade America. They're not tiny. They're the size of a small child's hand. What? Yes, Eastern U.S. are going to have these giant spiders. Uh, send send me an image. Can you share it on the screen? Okay, I can. Uh, I can just, I'll text it to you. And then, and then I'll share it. Oh, yeah. And then we have to, I do have Elon Musk child on this as well. Whose name is literally a math problem. Well, I knew, we knew is, that. Do we know how to pronounce it? Though? Like, I knew it was like, we named him 8 Beta 7. I can't remember how it was. Pronounced Paul. I kept trying to, it's pronounced Paul. No, I was a joke. <laughs> Do I hate you? <laughs> it's pronounced ball. Yeah. Okay. I'm sending this to you right now. I, it is the stuff of nightmares, but they say they're actually friendly. And super helpful. Actually good for the environment. They say that spiders are friendly. Yeah, right. They, despite their startling appearance, uh, they're noted, they appear not to be harmful. And... I don't have any negative effects on the ecological. They just look ecosystem. horrifying. And they believe they believe they're beneficial to native predators like birds and as additional food source as birds are running out. So this is, so this is mana. Mana coming so, from the sky is a spider as big oh as my, gosh, my tiny wait. little hands. <laughs> and this is why we, I cannot Absolutely. move to the East Coast. Drop spider. Come through. Okay, so I'm pulling up. <laughs> Peggy's answer is amazing. Unless they want to do my dishes, I'll opt out. Thanks. (laughs) So here we are. Just pull that thing up. There it is. Wow. I should have trigger warned everybody. That's it. My parents had one in their yard actually recently. It's huge though. It's like. 
They're scary looking. Could be soon moved to the eastern seaboard. Don't worry too much. Don't worry. Giant spiders are coming. Don't worry, you guys. Don't worry. I mean, I guess. Oh, hold on. Say that again. The murder hornets didn't do too much. So the murder. Listen, take me back to the days when murder hornets were the least of my worries. We used to be worried about murder hornets, and now, ooh. Crystal's going to go use our Airbnb bathroom. Good luck. Good I luck. Hope you enjoy it. Um, now let's talk about the baby. First baby? of all, oh Elon me. Elon Musk's so, baby. The baby with Grimes. Yeah, I don't. Grimes. I don't know who Grimes, Grimes. is. Is it Grimes? Um, Grimes? I don't know uh, who that is. Alternative pop star. Real alien. Real weird. No, I have no idea. Yeah, real weird. Uh, so they had a baby, but then they broke awesome. up right after the baby was born. But the 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 name is that really the yes, name? Yes, that's really it's the like name. A, also, the name is not news. Are you just now hearing this? Yeah, I just heard this. <laughs> Guys, don't a little. Me. This baby's like behind. a year old. Yes, it is. That baby no, was not. born a good minute ago. This is old news. Oh, it was on my news yeah. feed. I guess because they broke up. And you up. just saw the baby, and that's what was interesting, too. Okay. Well, it said after welcoming second baby, so I thought that meant right away. No. No, they had they, that okay, baby. Guys. It, it, Alpha 9-7 or whatever the baby's name is has been around a minute. I thought they and just They probably did, one. but they it might have been the second one. But the first baby, uh, Alpha, Alpha, Alpha Centauri do- 7. Okay, well, this I, we should check it out because I think they had a second. His name baby, is like, also recently. something weird? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, M says, Sarah, don't you read the news as soon as you wake up at like four a.m.? Yes, um, that's true. But apparently, I'm reading. Oh my old god, news. PhD. Not gonna lie, if I ever had a kid, I'm naming it Stephen. Uh, pronounced Steve, uh-huh. but with a ph pronounced Stephen, so I'm not even place to judge. I, um, I, I think I saw like a, a like a meme, and it said, "I told the barista my name was Stephen with a ph," and they wrote P H E V E N, and I thought that was very funny. Okay, I'm looking up Elon Musk to see if did this baby was this baby just born. They're saying the baby's like a year old. I did not. Oh. The second one. Where's my phone? It is the second one. So I'm. It is the second one, and the first one. Yeah, it's it's like just announced by them. I don't know how long ago it was born. He has seven by children. Who? This is one of him and Grimes, though. Yeah, this is the first. No, yeah. but who's making uh, babies with him? He is. I mean, he's the richest man in the world. I mean, so like, when, I get yeah. it. Go off. Hey, I need to go grab my phone. Real quick, so um, keep, they, keep talking. Okay, and I'm also going to no get no problem because I'm going to share this Those with people. Uh, the first child's name was X A E A X to the third or whatever, and the new one um, X Dark E A E A dash twelve. Correct, but they're just calling this baby Y. <laughs> Uh, if you're going to have a baby, I mean, you get to choose the baby's name. My friend just told me that until she started to name her baby, she didn't realize because she's a teacher how many kids she hated in her classes because she didn't want to name any 
the baby any of their names. But also, well, I've just spent a good portion of my time in Bend, Oregon. You're fine. Where the children are like named like, um, oh yeah. As an example, was in here's a line. The explanation of the name. Oh, here's an explanation of the name. Thank you. Uh, our uh, researcher just blew in. X, the unknown variable X. A E, my right. eleven spelling of AI. Uh, artificial intelligence precursor to SR seventeen. My favorite aircraft. Plus my favorite archangel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, then, guys, I was saying that uh, it's funny how my friends were saying whenever they went to name their kid is when they realized they didn't like a lot of kids. They were a school teacher and they're like, oh, all these names. I can't use these names because I had a, you know, I had a Sarah in my class that was a dick. And so I don't want to have I don't want to name my kid Sarah. But I was saying I was just in Bend, Oregon, where everyone names their kid like um, like in the in the line to get food. There was a kid named Axel. There was um, like, you know, it was all these like super white uh, names of kids. It's like they just read something like there was a kid named I mean, Axe. Um, so I know so all my called Axe. And then there was what are all the I mean, names? Adrian, like Grayson. I read the name Scout, Clayton. Piper. Um, Scout, Piper. Obviously, like bring back something like Giovanni, you know? Yeah. Giovanni. Also. We got a question on the line, on our hotline. Y'all, did you know we have a hotline? Oh, yes. Let's start there. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about that. Let's move into question and answer. Um, question opinions. and opinion. So we got this cool little thing. Um, if you go to go to my We're link so tree in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can and just go on the little thing and it'll come. Oh, my gosh. Like, here we are to uh, have questions. And you can submit them via video or you can submit them by audio or by text. Um, if you submit by a video, we'll show them on here. If you submit text, we'll just read them on or play them on here. Um, this is a text message we got from a friend named M. She, her. And it says, I go to a Catholic high school where we have to take compulsory religion course every year. And each class sort of has different themes like Bible stories, content, world religions, Catholic traditions, etc. And my class this year is on religion and culture. It would usually be pretty interesting, and the course mm. content is very interactive and philosophical. However, my teacher has seemed to take it upon herself to constantly talk about, quote-unquote, hot-button topics, like abortion, euthanasia, with a really harmful lens, calling it, quote-unquote, unethical, even mm. though it's a reality that maybe some of my classmates are going through at the moment. She went as far as to say that the Catholic, high, the Catholic Church shouldn't be scrutinized for the residential school system. Yikes. Um, as a queer ex-evangelical kid who's pretty articulate when it comes to matters of theology, I am often the one to call her out on her harmful no conservative, the church can do no wrong bullshit. But I don't know whether it's coming from a healthy place or coming from a reflex of having to defend my basic human rights and the rights of other marginalized communities, bigoted people. I want to speak up not let her say the awful things, but I don't want to be seen as an angry gay girl with religious trauma who's picking a fight. What should I do? Thanks a lot, M. First of all, M, you are an articulate person. I just, that was wonderfully written. Um, let me be the first to say, mm -hmm. just so wonderfully written. Um, Kevin, what would you say? Because yeah. I One, I've got some thoughts. Don't but. be, be as mad as you are. If they see you as the angry gay person, it's probably because you are you an angry gay person? 
ta-da, congratulations. <laughs> like, they're calling me angry. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you're allowed well, aren't to be you? the angry gay kid who you're has angry church for... trauma. If that's who you and are, also that, just like, be that person. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, be as mad as you are. Two, um, this is where I would say, okay, so like, my, I, if this is how I want to do, I want to be a person who's going to instigate and try to make change in this space because I want to make change. Because if I do that, this is going to cost a lot emotionally. You got to really ask what you want to do with this. And then also, um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take shit lying down and I wouldn't do it by yourself. You should organize a little bit. And what I mean by that is like, ask your classmates first, who in the immediate vicinity feels similarly to you that this teacher's going a little too far with like, you know, even though it's the Catholic thing. Two, do you have another uh, adult in the school who could be an ally for you? Right. Go check with them, an administrator, a teacher, a nurse, whoever. And third, um, yeah, I I would start, I would start there because if she's continuously like saying harmful things, um, this is what I would do. Don't argue. You state it like a fact. When no. you're talking to her and you yep. just raise your hands like, Hey, I'm sure you didn't, uh, don't even, you can preface it this way if you want to. It's like, Hey, um, that's racist. And like, how is it racist? You tell them why it's racist. Well, but it was like, no, it's still racist. I said, I know that you're trying to explain it away, but that's a problematic view that results in the harm of people. And I just, I just, I think it's not right. I don't know. And you just leave it there. And just like if they keep trying to like push it as like, no, this is the way it is. I'm just like, you are wrong. I think that the thing that I think is really, after doing youth ministry for six years, I think the thing that's really important is for you to know um, that you are speaking up for those who aren't in the class yet able to do so. That doesn't mean you have to do it every time. Doesn't mean you have to be that kid. I just don't want you to feel alone in this because even though you may not be hearing other voices, there is someone in the room for the first time that's hearing that maybe Mm -hmm. who they are is okay. And that's a painful thing in place for you to be. But I just, sometimes I think it's important because I noticed in the way that um, Em wrote the question, uh, there was absolute Mm -hmm. care for marginalized people. Um, Em was already, Mm -hmm. you're already just, I mean, I, I don't know if you can read these uh, comments mm-hmm. if you're someone who listens to the episode later, but I would want to invite M. M, uh, if you could come and read the comments mm-hmm. uh, of what people are writing, mm-hmm. people are very proud of you and people are standing with you in this. And I know it must feel, you said, I don't mm-hmm. want to be that kid. Um, you're not alone in this. You're not that kid. There are let me, hundreds. Let me tell you. Thousands and let me tell you what of kids. Be that kid. Be that bitch. You know why? Yeah. Because guess what? <laughs> You're going like, do you want to get what you want? Do you want this person to stop? Like, and like, at least it right. maybe at minimum, like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to stay in that classroom if it were me. And I wish that somebody told me as a high schooler, you don't have, like, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do and you can figure it out. Let me tell you, oh my God, I would have been such a pain in the ass in high school because. I think it's important too to notice that there is this, um, M brings up a really good point. There's a power imbalance when it's a teacher. So you have to take care of yourself. You don't want to like uh, sink your your entire academic career, but I also think uh, take 
Yeah, take some strength yeah. in knowing that you aren't alone in this. And I, I love the idea that Kevin gave you. I think it's really important to find adults yeah. that are in that space that are able uh, to stand with you. I mean, when I was in graduate school, there was a professor that I had that I used to go to her class because in a way she was the only one that would support mm -hmm. me when I was going through really tough times. So it was like, I felt so seen and known by her and it made it easier for me to be around some of the spaces and mm -hmm. places where I didn't feel seen and known. So when there is a power differential, if you can find someone who is also at an equal level to that teacher, I think you're going to find mm -hmm. yourself with a little more peace. Yeah. And feel supported, yeah. which is what we're hoping and for also, in the midst of this. Fuck that teacher. They sound awful. And <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Fuck Seriously. <laughs> like, I wish that someone like, it was like, they're just a person with a fucking degree. They don't know shit. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me hashtag not all teachers. Okay. Definitely not all, not teachers. all teachers. It's true. Okay. Definitely not all teachers. Some of you are absolute heroes. And some of you need so to fucking grateful for you and all the degrees that you work so hard for and don't get paid enough. Um, all right. So we have the last thing we yeah, want to do. Yeah, we got a, a voicemail. voicemail. Um, and I believe the, the person who left some voicemail is also on the line. So here it is. Ooh. This is M. My pronouns are she, her. And I was just curious what my favorite dance thought about this theory that I've been seeing, you know, off and on over the past at least year everywhere, that the reason boomers are such a problem to literally the entire world is because they've been poisoned by lead since birth. Oh. Yeah. We're oh. just diving into the conspiracy theory versus actual science. What do you think? Well... I haven't heard, of course. Am I do read the news, but I, am, I don't know. I'm not reading the right thing. I haven't heard about I mean, holds water. Holds water. <laughs> uh, I actually think there is toxicity. I would agree. Don't know that it's lead. Would say that uh, environmental pressures, right? Uh, I think about like all the t uh, movies that were very popular for those who fall in that bracket, like uh, working, working nine to five. To um, what's the movie with that? Uh, oh, I'm so terrible at this. You know, uh, Alex P. Keaton's character, all these, uh, all these characters that really made it seem like the way to be happy was to make money. The way to get the girl, the way to get the guy was to make money and figure out how to uh, create an empire. Hi, oh, Tippy. Um, but I don't know that that necessarily has to do with lead, but also... I had fluoride in my water growing up. Wait, do so we still do we I'm not have fluoride in our water anymore? Yeah, I think we I mean, still think do. We do. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe we'll discover that's why I'm I mean, problematic. Take me now, God. So yeah, I would say no idea, but also makes sense. But now I'm making it's, it up. It's possible. Um, but yeah, I uh, that's the those are our two little keys. Week. If you want to leave us a message, a voicemail, or you want to get some advice, you can do that on the Your Favorite Ants hotline. Go to me and Sarah's social media, click on the uh, YFA hotline, and you can leave a voice message, a video message, or a text message. Questions about anything? Um, yeah, seriously. What, what we think about stuff. Advice? Uh, Questions? Life advice. Um yeah, we'd love to know. So, I just want you to know, Emma's not alone. Peggy has also heard that boomers 
have a, hold on. We've got an expert in the room. Hey, nurse, my friend Crystal is a nurse. Have you ever heard that the reason that boomers have a problem is they've got, they had, uh, they've been they're exposed prob- to lead? They're problematic. <laughs> you know what she just said? <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but mm-hmm. it makes sense. <laughs> Tiffy, what do you think? <laughs> we just yeah. pulled our medical experts. Uh, and it's just and Tiffy, Tiffy and says, Crystal. <laughs> yeah, it's happening that way. That is such a cute dog. He's a Your baby. dog is so cute. She really is. Um, and thank you for bringing up that question. I'm really fascinated because it was in paint. It was in uh, It was in our pipes. Ground. It, was it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's I think I think that kind of caps Wait. it. I think we did it. I think we made it. Once we did it. Once we again, I'm always show. surprised. It's a magical time. We always, the fact that we do this and that you incredible people show up. I mean, people are, the people that come up from across the world and it's like tomorrow, you guys are amazing. The people that show up that are like, you know, down the street from Kevin, you guys are amazing. Those of you who are listening to this while you're supposed to be in your religion class, you're amazing. Um, Is there anything (laughs) you need to promote, share, or talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm really excited. Rev Covery is still going well. That's the podcast that we, it's going, it's popping. Um, but we're starting a discord, uh, information about that will come out, uh, in a Patreon to go along with that. So I've been working so excited. The dirty rotten church kids have been like giving us some uh, help on figuring out how to launch that. So that's been great. Um, I want to promote the thing that Kevin's doing because it has a really cool lineup coming up. The one day event. Uh, are you full or do you have, can yeah, you take it's not ticket full. Flyers? We got we got we got lots of space. Okay, um, yeah, April second, uh, we are having great. an event in Atlanta called the Crowded Table Gathering, Crowded Table Live. I don't really know, uh, but we're going to just be having a day long event where we're getting together to hang out, hear stories, practice some stuff together, do a live podcast with Josh and Adrian, who are the Dirty Rotten Church Kids. If you've ever heard of them, and eat some nice food together. You know, go to some restaurants, maybe get a, a bevy. Um, but tickets are super cheap. They start at $33 and we have a bunch of people from the crowded table, the online community who are going to be doing the digital retreat version. So if you can't make it to Atlanta or live events are just not your thing right now, you can join us by going to the crowded table.mn.co. That's it. That's it. Um, I have a spot for a couple more clients. So uh, I got some people who are finishing up working with me for one-on-one uh, coaching. So if you, that's something you're interested in, um, I'm sending out uh, or I'm uh, taking on more clients, which I'm really excited. Spots are opening up. Other than that, go listen to our other podcasts. Um, Friday. Listen to, oh, yes. I didn't, that's what I didn't do today. I didn't edit my other podcast, The Tiny Revolution. So podcasts will come out tomorrow, I guess. Ooh, is that the one with uh, uh No, Alina? he is coming on the show in like a week oh. or so. Um, I couldn't tell you. I need to go look at my content calendar. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Oh, I'm tired. I have to store. like. I need to take a shower because I haven't washed my hair in a while, and I need to go to the grocery store. Babe, make sure you check your yeah. paint. Is that life. your advice for the week? Your my advice for the week is make sure that you yeah. don't have lead in And your walls. my advice for the week is to um whenever you start to feel stressed about a relationship that you don't know where mm-hmm. it's going, just recognize 
It's not going anywhere. It's only ever right here. What the fuck are you worried about? Oh. We only have this moment. And now this moment. The holy and instant. Also this moment. <laughs> I love you. It's I'm so glad we were together. Every time of the year. Everybody's becoming queer. Right? Okay. Thanks, everybody, for coming to your favorite ants. We hope you have a great weekend. Be good to yourself. Be good to one another. And we'll see you soon. Say bye, TC Boopy. We'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, she's bye. so cute. Look at her. Oh, someone take a picture. I wish you were talking. We're still on. I Wait, know. hold on. This is see, really can cool. you get it? Oh, she's so cute. I got to get her. Oh, what a cute baby. Okay, now we'll end the show. Bye, everyone.